great big bed. On one side of it there was a middling-sized bed, and on the other side there was a teeny tiny bed. Goldilocks was sleepy, so she thought she would lie down and have a little nap. First she got upon the great big bed, but it was just as hard as the great big chair had been. So she jumped off and tried the middling-sized bed, but it was so soft. That she sank right down into the feather cushions and was nearly smothered. I will try the teeny tiny bed, she said, and so she did, and it was so comfortable that she soon fell fast asleep. Whilst she lay there dreaming of all sorts of pleasant things, the three bears came home from their walk very hungry and quite ready for their dinners. But oh dear me! How cross the great big bear looked when he saw his spoon had been used and thrown under the table! Who's been tasting my soup? He cried in a great big voice. And who's been tasting mine? Cried the middling-sized bear in a middling-sized voice. But who's been tasting mine and tasted it all up? Cried the poor little teeny tiny bear in a teeny tiny voice. With the tears running down his teeny tiny face, when the great big bear went to sit down in his great big chair, he cried out in his great big voice, "Who's been sitting on my chair?" And the middling-sized bear cried in a middling-sized voice, "Who's been sitting on my chair?" But the teeny tiny bear cried out in a teeny tiny voice of anger. Who's been sitting on my chair and sat the bottom out? By this time, the bears were sure that someone had been in their house quite lately, so they looked about to see if someone were not still there. There was certainly no one downstairs, so they went up the staircase to their bedroom. As soon as the great big bear looked at his bed, he cried out in his great big voice, "Who's been lying on my bed?" And the middling-sized bear, seeing that the coverlet was all rumpled, cried out in a middling-sized voice, "Who's been lying on my bed?" But the teeny tiny bear cried out in a teeny tiny voice of astonishment, "Who's been lying on my bed, and lies there still?" Now, when the great big bear began to speak, Goldilocks dreamt that there was a bee buzzing in the room. And when the middling-sized bear began to speak, she dreamt that it was flying out of the window. But when the teeny tiny bear began to speak, she dreamt that the bee had come back and stung her on the ear, and up she jumped. <gasps> oh, how frightened she was when she saw the three bears standing beside her! She hopped out of bed and in a second was out through the open window, never stopping to wonder if the fall had hurt her. She got up and ran and ran and ran until she could go no further. Always thinking that the bears were close behind her, and when at length she fell down in a heap on the ground because she was too tired to run any more, it was her own mother who picked her up because in her fright she had run straight home without knowing it. Tales from the nursery, narration: Katie Hague, sound: Frederic Cormier. The mouse and the sausage. Once upon a time, a little mouse and a little sausage, who loved each other like sisters, decided to live together 
and made their arrangements in such a way that every day one would go to walk in the fields or make purchases in town, while the other remained at home to keep the house. One day, when the little sausage had prepared cabbage for dinner, the little mouse, who had come back from town with a fine appetite, enjoyed it so greatly that she exclaimed, "How delicious the cabbage is today, my dear!" Ah," answered the little sausage, "that is because I put myself into the pot while it was cooking." On the next day, as it was her turn to prepare the meals, the little mouse said to herself, "Now I will do as much for my friend as she did for me. We will have lentils for dinner, and I will jump into the pot while they are boiling." And she let the action follow the word, without reflecting that a simple sausage can do some things which are out of the reach of even the wisest mouse. When the sausage came home, she found the house lonely and silent.